Today is Wednesday, October 20th, 2021, and this is Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Your Weather Command forecast for the rest of your Wednesday, mostly cloudy, highs mid-50s, southeast winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy in the evening, becoming partly cloudy, lows 30 to 35, southeast winds 5 to 10 miles an hour, shifting to the southwest after midnight. Thursday, partly cloudy in the morning, becoming sunny, high 60 to 65, southwest winds 10 to 20 miles an hour. Thursday night, mostly clear, lows 30 to 35, west winds 5 to 10 miles an hour, shifting to the south after midnight. Friday, partly cloudy, high 65 to 70, southeast winds up to 10 miles an hour, increasing to 10 to 15, in the afternoon. Friday night, mostly cloudy, 50% chance of rain, lows 35 to 40. Saturday, mostly cloudy, 20% chance of rain, highs 55 to 60. Saturday night, mostly cloudy, lows 30 to 35. Sunday and Sunday night, partly cloudy, highs 55 to 60, lows 30 to 35. Monday, mostly cloudy, highs 60 to 65. Monday night, mostly cloudy, 30% chance of rain, lows around 35. And Tuesday, mostly cloudy, 20% chance of rain, highs 50 to 55. The Hill County Attorney's Office has filed charging documents against 23-year-old Xavier Clark based on allegations that his actions caused the shooting death of 21-year-old Dylan Murray in a Haver residence early Sunday morning. Clark is facing one count of negligent homicide with a dangerous weapon and two counts of assault with a weapon. The affidavit alleges that Clark told law enforcement that he had been pointing an AR-15 rifle at the door of the residence when he noticed someone was entering. When he realized it was Murray, he placed the rifle on the floor of the residence with the barrel pointing upwards. The affidavit says Clark told law enforcement that he, quote, hit the butt of the barrel down on the ground harder than he should have and the rifle went off, end quote, striking and killing Murray. Law enforcement detected a strong odor of alcoholic beverages on Clark's breath. During follow-up interviews, two other individuals who were in the residence told law enforcement that Clark had pointed the same rifle directly at them. The order granting leave has not been entered and an arraignment date has not been set. Clark remains in the Hill County Detention Center. Water service has been restored for the city of Chinook following an emergency water line break early Tuesday afternoon. However, a boil order is in place until October 26th for Chinook, since they have to send water samples to the state for testing. During the order, do not drink water without boiling it first. Boiled or bottled water should be used for drinking, making ice, washing dishes, brushing teeth, and food preparation. Officials with the city say they did not receive any notice prior to the water being shut off. So this was a surprise for everyone. They thank the public for their patience. The Great Northern Fair Board convened on Tuesday evening for their regular monthly meeting, but were once again unable to take any action on agenda items due to a lack of a quorum. The board currently has two voting members and five openings. Four members are needed to establish a quorum. Hill County Commissioner Diane McLean was at the meeting and said her office has received four applications from people interested in filling the vacancies. McLean and the Fair Board said they will work to schedule a time in the near future to meet with all four applicants and take the next steps in the process of filling the Fair Board. Commissioner Jake Strissel said Wednesday he hopes decisions regarding Fair Board applicants can be made soon. He also said they're still accepting applications from those interested in being on the Fair Board. 
Red Ribbon Week, the annual campaign that encourages kids to live a substance-free lifestyle, begins on October 25th. Randy Gabrielson of the Have Our Help Committee says there are many ways to take part. You can wear red all week long. You can take your unused or expired medications to dispose of at the Haver Police Department. And then um, for the kids, there's going to be a radio contest, an art contest. Uh, Red ribbons will be distributed at the schools. On Wednesday the 27th, the Boys and Girls Club will be having a family night with a free meal and activities from 6 to 7.30 p.m. Club membership is not a requirement to attend. The radio contest will take place each morning next week on KOJM and KPQX. And now taking a look at those local COVID-19 updates for today. We'll start with Hill County, which yesterday reported 22 new COVID cases, 12 recoveries, and two COVID-related deaths. Total case count for Hill County, 3,184, 105 active, 12 hospitalized, 3,019 recoveries, 60 deaths. Over in Blaine County yesterday, they reported 13 new COVID cases and three recoveries, as well as one new hospitalization. Total case count for Blaine, 1,329, 83 active, 4 hospitalized, 1,221 recoveries, 25 deaths. And a reminder that tomorrow they'll be holding a walk-in COVID vaccine clinic from 8.30 to noon and 1 to 4.30 p.m. at the Health Department, 420A Ohio Street in Chinook, with Pfizer, Moderna, and Johnson & Johnson available. If you've got questions, call 357-2345. Over in Phillips County yesterday, they reported four new COVID cases, 11 recoveries, and one new hospitalization. Total case count for Phillips, 750, 61 active, one hospitalized, 667 recoveries, 22 deaths. We did not receive COVID case updates as of late from Shoto or Liberty Counties, so we'll move on to state news. And we'll start off with that statewide COVID-19 dashboard update. Today, Montana reported 1,250 new COVID cases, bringing the cumulative total to 168,513. Active case count 11,044. Death toll 2,225. Active hospitalizations 446. The death toll increased by 19 today, 15 of which occurred since October 8th. Yellowstone and Richland counties reported the most deaths today with three each. Counties with the most new cases today, Yellowstone 252, Gallatin 184, Flathead 153, Missoula 130, Cascade 87, Lewis and Clark 56, Butte Silverbow 43. And looking at the vaccine update for today, total COVID-19 vaccine doses administered in the state now up to 1,059,563 with 499,292 Montanans fully immunized. That is 54% of the eligible population. The Independent Record reports that St. Peter's Health in Helena has alleged that three public officials threatened doctors earlier this month over treatment of a COVID-19 patient. A Helena woman in her 80s requested to be treated with ivermectin, which has not been authorized by the FDA to be used against COVID-19. The hospital refused the request, resulting in three different public officials contacting them and the state attorney general's office dispatching a highway patrol trooper to the hospital. A spokesperson for Attorney General Austin Knutson confirmed this, but said they were not threatening or questioning the doctor-recommended medical treatment. The spokesperson said they were investigating an allegation that a patient had her rights violated. However, in a statement, St. Peter's insisted that several of their employees were harassed and threatened by three public officials who were trying to, quote, force our doctors and nurses, end quote, to provide unauthorized COVID-19 treatments. Lewis and Clark County Attorney Leo Gallagher told the Independent Record that there are no criminal offenses related to this incident that would lead to an investigation being conducted. 
A 17-year-old male from Bozeman was killed in a single vehicle crash Tuesday evening after the vehicle he was driving struck a bridge support pier and caught fire. The Montana Highway Patrol reports that the incident occurred at 6.13 p.m. on Fort Ellis Road. The teenager was driving a BMW X5 southbound and failed to negotiate a right-hand curve. The vehicle continued straight off the left side of the roadway, impacted a bridge support pier, and caught fire. The driver, who was the only occupant of the vehicle, was declared dead at the scene. Excessive speed is considered a suspected factor in the crash. It is not known if he was wearing a seatbelt. The road was bare and dry. The man charged with fatally running over his girlfriend with a pickup truck in a Winco Foods parking lot in Missoula Saturday evening has made an initial appearance in court. Bradley D. Nagel, 53, did not enter a plea on Tuesday to the charges of deliberate homicide, partner or family member assault, and DUI. Bail has been set at $1 million. Nagel has requested to be represented by a public defender and has an arraignment scheduled for November 1st. According to charging documents, the incident occurred during an alcohol-fueled argument. Nagel said he thought the victim, identified as Lucille Sinek was going to move out of the way after she fell out of the vehicle. He has said he didn't mean to run her over. The victim was pronounced dead at a local hospital. A jury convicted a lodgegrass man Tuesday for sexually abusing two children in the 1990s on the Northern Cheyenne and Crow Reservations. Donald Ray Gardner, 58, was found guilty on two counts of aggravated sexual abuse of a child and two counts of abusive sexual contact. Gardner faces a maximum life in prison, a quarter-million-dollar fine, and five years of supervised release on each count. Sentencing is set for March 2nd, and Gardner remains detained. The government alleged that Gardner engaged in a sexual act and in sexual contact with a victim in in 1994 in Lame Deer. The government further alleged that Gardner engaged in a sexual act and in sexual contact with another victim in the Crow Agency area in 1996 and 1998. Both victims were under the age of 12 at the time. A Helena woman accused of helping to bring pounds of meth from Las Vegas, Nevada into Montana admitted to a drug trafficking crime Tuesday. Rhonda Jeanette Lapierre, 49, pleaded guilty to possession with intent to distribute meth. She faces a mandatory minimum 10 years to life in prison, a $10 million fine, and at least five years of supervised release. Lapierre was detained pending further proceedings. The government alleged that a recent investigation led to Lapierre's residence, where she and the source of supply were suspected of trafficking meth together. Officers also obtained a warrant to search Lapierre's residence and located three one-pound bags of meth and $6,100 in a bedroom. Individuals told law enforcement that several people, including Lapierre, had gone to Las Vegas to pick up meth, had returned with six pounds, and had dropped some of it off at Lapierre's residence. The Montana Department of Environmental Quality and Talent Montana LLC, the operator of the Coal Strip Steam Electric Station, have announced a final settlement agreement that completes the dispute resolution process concerning DEQ's selected remedy for groundwater contamination at the Coal Strip Power Plant. The settlement agreement allows DEQ to retain its selected remedy for the Units 1 and 2 Coal Ash Pond area. The Coal Strip site is a complex contamination site where groundwater contamination has been caused by leaking coal ash ponds. DEQ selected remedy for the Units 1 and 2 coal ash pond area would clean up the contamination through excavation of coal ash from the existing pond area and placement into a new lined landfill on Talon, Montana's property, located above the water table and outside the footprint of the current coal ash ponds. The selected remedy includes additional dewatering components and a flushing capture well network to further address groundwater contamination. And now taking a look at wheat prices for today. Daily prices per bushel for Hill County winter wheat $7.33, spring wheat $9.21, Blaine County winter wheat $7.23, spring wheat $9.16, Liberty County winter wheat $7.38, 
Spring Wheat 921. Shoto County Winter Wheat 733, Spring Wheat 921. And Phillips County Winter Wheat 718, Spring Wheat 911. And now taking a look at funeral notices for today. Dylan Murray, 21, passed away October 17th in Haver. A memorial service will be held at 1 p.m. Friday, October 22nd at Haver Assembly of God Church in Haver. Arrangements have been entrusted to Wilderness Funeral Homes. Darvel Earl Vicker, 75, passed away at Peace Hospice in Great Falls Friday, October 15th. His memorial service will be held 1 p.m. today at the Messiah Lutheran Church with Pastor Rick Hodgshire officiating. Burial with military honors will follow at the Highland Cemetery. John K. Johnson, 71, passed away due to natural causes at his Haver residence Friday, October 15th. Funeral services will be held at 11 a.m. Thursday, October 21st at 5th Avenue Christian Church. Burial will follow in Highland Cemetery. Eric Thomas Burchett, 25, passed away in a motor vehicle accident on Sunday morning, October 10th. Cremation has taken place and his memorial service will be 1 p.m. Saturday, October 23rd at Geraldine School Gymnasium. Memorials in Eric's honor may be made to the Eric Burchett Memorial Fund. Lowell Donovan, 83, went to his eternal home on September 7th. His funeral service will be held at 1 p.m. Saturday, October 23rd at St. Jude Thaddeus Catholic Church with Deacon Tim Maroney officiating. Memorial contributions in Lowell's honor can be made to the North Star High School Athletics Program. And that's going to do it for your Wednesday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Thanks for listening and remember, seven days a week, we are your source for news and information. KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. Everyone have a great rest of your Wednesday. Stay safe out on the roads, and please continue to do your part to help flatten the curve.